and that lets you save the who cares true form life green look on welcome to another edition of exploring mind and body as always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia. All right, thanks so much for being here on this edition of the show. I always appreciate your time to come in and see what we have going on each week. Now, today, we have an absolute treat bringing on Tony Horton himself. Now, if you aren't familiar with Tony Horton, <laughs> he's the one who kind of started P90X. He mainstreamed it. He made it a household name. When at the time, it seemed like everyone I knew was doing the P90X. Now, Tony does a lot of other things. He's a speaker, he's an author, and he has a new product coming out and new workouts. So there's so much information. We had absolute blast having him on. So I'm great, so grateful we had the opportunity to bring him on and now to share this with you. Now, before we get into that, a quick word from our sponsor, MAK Mystic Expressions. Now, this is a Himalayan salt company that specializes in pink salt. Now, I think that this is a small step we can take to improve our health by transitioning from white refined salt to pink Himalayan salt. Now, if you head over to makmystic.com, they have all kinds of information to help you better understand Himalayan salt, as well as products such as heat bags, salt shakers, salt lamps, and heat lamps as well. So, head over to makmystic.com for more details, and we'll carry on with the show. As I was saying, we have Tony Horton coming on for an interview, and this show was an absolute blast. Tony's animated, he's entertaining, and he has quality information to share more than anything, which is which is what I so much appreciate. Tony and I have so much of the same mindset. It's incredible. I didn't know that before I had him online with me, you know, and we actually have this video of this whole interview, so you can check that out at exploringmindandbody.com. That's going to be linked to this blog post as well. So sit back and enjoy. We got all that coming up. This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. All right, Tony, thanks so much for joining us today on Exploring Mind and Body. Drew, pleasure to be here, man. I'm... uh willing to share everything I know about everything I know. <laughs> well, I know you got lots going on, and I know you know a lot. We'll try to get you in it and out of here on, in, a, in a good amount of time. Yeah, no sweat, man. Well, I'm glad to cover it all. My first main question, if someone says Tony Horton, what's your philosophy around fitness? What's the first thing that comes to mind for you? I think, uh, you know, there's a lot of things that uh, combined mean a lot to me obviously purpose i think would be first and foremost just having a general sense of why you're doing what you're doing and that's important you know i think a lot of people are exercising for all the wrong reasons uh, too much about their ego and aesthetics and numbers on the scale and tape measures and what people think about them based on their effort and that's all great temporarily but it's hard to sustain and you know it's about sustainability it's about one's focus on health and wellness and diet and fitness so that they have a better life, that they're happier, they have more joy, there's more stimulation, there's more adventure, um, there's more curiosity. And that's what fitness and, and eating right will do. It's a lifestyle. I mean, everybody hears the word lifestyle. So what does that mean? In detail, that's what it means. It's about changing uh, the quality of your life um, physically, mentally, emotionally, financially, every which way. 
With it, you're better. Without it, you're not. I mean, who cares about your reflection in the mirror and what the nice things that people say because you lost 15 pounds, which you'll probably gain again because your your whole outlook is not in the right direction. So when you I say guess. purpose, would you say the majority of people that don't follow through with a fitness plan with living a healthy lifestyle, they lack that purpose? Well, yeah, I think the ones that struggle that aren't, aren't succeeding long term. I mean, it's a long term thing. It's not an it's not an ephemeral journey so that you can look temporarily and take an after picture and show people later, even though you're 40 pounds heavier than that after picture. You know, I mean, that's just not the way to do it. It's, it's sort of it's sort of having it click in that light that goes off above your head. Like what? Like, oh, sh- oh, I almost swore, but I didn't. It, oh, shoot. Thanks. <laughs> it's, um, it's not about just losing the weight and looking good. It's about having more energy, having a greater optimistic view of, of life. Um, and that's what happens when you exercise. You know, you release chemicals inside of the brain that change the way you look at the world. People don't understand that. It's, it's like, oh, wow, how do you feel after a workout? Good. How do you feel when you skip one? Bad. Duh. <laughs> so don't just do skip. it. <laughs> All right. I mean, how do you feel when you hold your breath? After a while, it sucks. And what happens when you skip a meal or two or three? Or what happens when you don't get a night of, night of sleep? What happens when you don't show up at work? Things go south, you know? <laughs> So you can survive like everybody else. Everybody's in survival mode. Get up, get in traffic, go to work, drink a bucket of coffee, eat a freaking hot dog for lunch, deal with the boss, get back in traffic, your wife's yelling at you, everybody's overweight, stressed out, poor <laughs> sleep, craving sugar, fat, salt, and chemicals. Repeat, repeat, repeat. Oh, look at you. There's Joe in the box on the ground. And he didn't have to have that life. He could have had a better one if he decided to move and eat whole grains and and try mountain biking. You know, I mean, it's 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 not hard. I mean, you know, do your best and forget the rest. I guess I'm known for that phrase, and that's all it is. I mean, I did a workout last night. I felt great. It's a workout that I normally don't feel great doing. It's plyometrics. It's 20 moves. Some of them are, in, are 100 reps. It's brutal. It's awful. But I'm a skier, and I do it because I have to because at 57, I want to rip down the mountain and, and feel like I can keep up with guys half my age. Today's workout, I felt weak as a kitten. Like I'm, I could barely curl my normal weight. I don't know. Who knows? I just showed up and did it because eighty percent of life is showing up. The other twenty percent is paying attention when you're there. So, boom! There's the mic. <laughs> That's it. That's the interview. Thanks for coming out. And you're welcome. Good night, everybody. That's all I got to say. So I want to tell you about the Silver Fern Aesthetic and Vein Clinic. Now, they specialize in a few areas. One is skin care. They'll tell you the difference between professional skin care and over-the-counter skin care. This is something that they specialize in as well as offering education to their customers and clients. Mineral makeup is one of their non-toxic type of products. They have no talc, perfume, dyes, alcohol, or anything else that may clog your pores. They also specialize in varicose and spider veins. I actually had the opportunity to stop in there and they helped me better understand who's more likely to get them how to treat them and even how to prevent them and then they also offer detoxing products and services such as their universal contour wrap they offer a clay solution this gets rid of toxins increases your energy levels and much more if you want more details visit their facebook page at silver fern aesthetic and vein clinic they're also offering free consultations from dr jackson and their other skincare professionals you can find them in Didsbury across from the train station or you can give them a call at 403-335-8829. 
age kind of bugs me a little bit because it seems like more and more people are saying, or they, they kind of grunt when they get up and they're like, oh, I'm too old for this. Of course, we all seen you without your shirt on. <laughs> Have we? It's half a shirt, right? <laughs> Look at those. You got, the, you got your tickets? 57 years old. How often are you working out? I try to work out 22 to 25 days a month. That's sort of the objective. If I can do that, I'm doing pretty well. 15 days a month means 15 days off. So you end up with exercise bipolar disorder. You know what I mean? Feel good, feel bad, feel good. You know, go to work every other day, see how that turns out. You know, so um, um, right now, today was number 17 out of 16 days. So I took it, they took Sunday off, but uh, it was 16 days in a row and then Sunday and then um, actually last night and this morning. So, I mean, I try to work out every day. Right. Just in different ways. Just different ways. But my sequences and my workouts are such that that I'm not hammering my legs every day or I'm not doing my biceps three times a week. You know what I mean? It's plyo on on Monday night. It was last night. This morning with shoulders and arms. Tomorrow's going to be a a cardio circuit for one hour, five minutes on five machines. Keep going around, around, around. Uh, Thursday is is, uh, chest and back and abs. Um, Friday is a routine called balls and boxes, which is, uh, you know, plyo boxes and a lot of core on stability balls and balancing on, uh, on, um, BOSU balls. A lot of, it's really rib cage down, leaving the upper body alone. Saturday is yoga. I'll either go in the morning at nine or in the afternoon at four. And then Sunday is the track workout. And if I'm feeling ambitious, I'll do a second workout on Sunday, which is ropes and pegboards and muscle ups and handstands and, you know, more gymnastic like stuff. And then you repeat, repeat, repeat. Now, a lot of people think, oh my God, I mean, you must be sore all the time. And initially you are, but you back off on the reps, you back off on the weights, you back off on the range of motion and you, you know, do what you can so you can get through it. And you're going to be sore, but I, it's hard for me to be sore now. I mean, I'm at that point where I go to the track on Sundays, I'm sore on Monday, <laughs> but uh, it's just, it's just getting used to it. Like anything else, you know I mean? Dean Carnazis ran 50 marathons in 50 days in 50 States. <laughs> that guy's okay, I, I can work out seven days a week. Okay. You know I mean? Whatever. This guy's been run a hundred miles you know what I mean so it's just all relative it's just it's just you know the more you do the better you get and it's always difficult at the beginning it's called the learning process you know what I mean and then there's the adaptive process and then there's sort of the kick-ass process which is fortunately where I am now you know so I wouldn't I wouldn't know how not to work if I took three days off I would probably start I don't know I'd probably go to a clock tower with a rifle I would be a scary guy (laughs) so for being sore do you feel that you need to avoid those plateaus that everybody talks about do you feel you need to entirely change your workout shock your body into any kind of stressful situation so you can push past and see more results well you know in p90x we called it uh muscle confusion but it's 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 sort of a form of periodization training which is what jacqueline was doing in the 40s you know what i mean it's like stop thinking that the elliptical three times a week for a half an hour is going to do anything after a while of course you're going to plateau you know let's say the elliptical was the only thing you had well then you better take that incline and go like this, you better start working the arms, you better start going backwards, you better start turning that thing up to 12. You know, the only the only way anybody gets better is that they have to put more pressure on different parts of the body to create a higher strain so that the muscles and the tendons and the ligaments and the heart and the lungs and the legs are all working a little bit harder. But it's easier to add more variety. I mean, I mean P90X has 12 different discs. You know, there's core synergistics, there's ab ripper, there's yoga, there's chest and back, there's shoulders and arms. You know, there's um, 
uh, Kempo. There's just a lot of different things. And so anybody who wants to really improve at a drastically fast rate um, needs to work on their weaknesses as much or more than their strengths. I mean, everybody gravitates to their strengths. If runners run and rowers row and <laughs> yoga people do yoga and Pilates right. people do Pilates. But they don't want to, you know, the, the cardio folks, you, you don't want to do the the lifting and the lifters don't want to do the cardio and both groups need to do five other different things if you really want to see dramatic change you're trying to avoid boredom injuries and plateaus right those are the three things that take people down that stifle them that cause them to stop you know it's like oh no wonder you're bored i mean how can you do the same five mile run twice a week for 10 years <laughs> you know what i mean i mean you know some people are robots about it they love to run they get that that second wind and and they're off to the races, but they're neglecting other parts of their fitness that they don't need to. And so, you know, I mean, we're stuck in this build and burn model. Everybody's built, guys are building and girls are burning. I mean, that's sort of a, a gross general uh, generalization, but that is pretty much the case. So like I walk into 90% of most gyms, CrossFit's making a big change, right? You look at CrossFit gyms. Of course, there's issues with CrossFit as well because sometimes it's too competitive. The trainer's trying to, you know, kill people. Everybody's got shoulder, back, and knee issues. But good CrossFit gyms are the bomb. I mean, if you've really got a good coach, a good trainer, you know, you're really working on dynamic movements, working on multiple planes, um, working on athletic uh, on your athleticism. P90X is like that. My brand new program, 22-Minute Hardcore, which is a boot camp program, eight-week boot camp program, is like that. It's just getting down and dirty and adding a bunch of variety and working on your weaknesses and being okay with the fact that it's going to be ugly and you're going to be terrible and it's going to take time. And But, you know, it's like school. You know, you don't go from first grade to 10th grade, right? You got to – there's a we take all – we take 12 years to get through school, but we freak out because we can't get to a 90-day program because there's yoga in it. You know what I mean? Whatever. I mean, show up, make it ugly, and repeat, 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 and it gets better over the course of time. Tell us more about this 22-minute hardcore program. So 22 minutes a day, that's it? Get in, get out? That's it. You know, people say, oh, your P90X is an hour, and your yoga is an hour and a half, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. It, it's it's we are We are under the belief system that we got to be in the gym for an hour and a half for anything to happen. But what happens with most people who are, you know, maybe weightlifting or doing resistance, there's a whole lot of downtime between movements because a lot of guys are, let me see how much weight I can lift. It's all about how much I bench and how much I squat. And it's all about these numbers, these antiquated numbers that have nothing to do with anything uh, about your fitness and your athleticism. You know, it's like arm size and, and, you know, I'm benching two, you know, people go, Tony, how much do you bench? I go, I don't know. I stopped benching when I realized it didn't matter anymore. You know what I mean? I'm a skier. I'm a, I'm, I'm a, a rock climber. I'm benching it has nothing to do with the things I need to do. And so, you know, getting away from those ego based numbers and look, Hey man, if you want to body build and you want to, you know, you want to get big and that's your thing and it keeps you, you know, from smoking crack. Well then I'm, I'm all in, you know what I mean? I mean, that's great. But, I mean, the future of fitness for me is speed, balance, and range of motion. I'm 57. So you watch older people train. They move slowly. They don't – like they run like they've got a 100-pound pack on. You know what I mean? So I do sprint work on the track on Sundays. I do yoga on Saturdays. And I do, you know, I do core and functional stuff to keep the center strong so I can, I can ski hard and I can ski steep stuff. And, 
and I can move quickly, you know, and, and balance is, is no one works on balance. Like I have a slack line in my back backyard. I mentioned slack line to a hundred people in the room and only two know what the hell it is. I just Never got mind. one. I love it. It's my new Dude, is that awesome? It, I'm, I'm, obsessed. I'm obsessed. I could do it every day. No question. Yep. I mean, just <laughs> you're on there and your legs like, what's, what's this? It's because they're all that connective tissue has never been woken up before. And it finally wakes up for the first time. You can get on a roller board or you can get on a, like a ski machine, but that slack line, man, that thing wants to move in, in, in you know, 50 different directions and your body has to figure it out. And when you do, you, you don't fall off the curb at age 75, break your hip, go to the hospital in, in intensive care and end up in a box two weeks later. And that happens over and over and over in this country because people can't stand on one foot. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, you lift up one leg and people just fall over like a tree. And, and it's not like that as a kid. As a kid, you know, you, you have those proprioceptive uh, abilities, but but as you get older, they go away. But like anything else, if you work on it, like the fact that you have a slack line, Drew, is is genius. Get get on that thing two or three two or three times a week. If you can walk back and forth on a slack line for the rest of your life, <laughs> that is the fountain of youth. If you can go through a a uh, an ashtanga or vinyasa style yoga class with relative ease, that's the fountain of youth. You know, I mean, those are those are the keys to uh, to staying young, and and it's not. You know, doing chest for an hour and a half and getting on the elliptical for 45 minutes. It just ain't, in my opinion. That's my opinion. Like others might dispute that. <laughs> Let's talk about nutrition a bit. We'll come back to fitness and well, what are you drinking right there? Those that are listening, I'm actually looking at Tony's smoothie right now. I'm at the bottom. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, Drew, here's what was in there. You were so good. You're inside of me now, you lucky beverage. <laughs> Do you With often talk strong. to your smoothies? Or? Talking to my smoothie. I love you. <laughs> you help me stay young, you gorgeous green. It's grass clippings and uh, in, in ground dirt. And I've got some dust bunnies in there. Nice. No, it's blueberries, strawberries, cashews, kale, kale powder, something called athletic greens. Um, it's a whey protein. Uh, sometimes I use our Shakeology. You know, Beachbody has a product called Shakeology, which is like mind-blowingly good and helps so many people. But I like variety. Sometimes I'll use Brendan Brazier's product, Vega. I'll put Vega in there. Or uh, even Rob, uh, what's his name? Um, there's another brand that I use. And I just kind of rotate because it means variety, 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 right? Um, but uh, uh, so blueberries, strawberries, kale, cashews, uh, a lot of um, the flaxseed meal, chia meal, you know, for digestive issues that help me any digestive issues tony no no i don't because what was in there you know what i mean prevention right you need the flow baby you need the flow you know what i mean (laughs) so uh it prevents you know constipation and it prevents uh it just it's good for your digestion so you know there's like i don't know 10 or 11 things in there and i put in some um unsweetened vanilla almond milk and some ice cubes so you right in there so good (laughs) so you put whey protein in there with Almond milk. Any reason? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I go egg white. Sometimes I'll go Shakeology, which is not whey. You know, there's rice protein. I just, whatever flavor, like sometimes I feel like chocolate. Sometimes I feel like vanilla. Sometimes I feel like mud. And today was kind of my mud uh, shake. I got to tell you real quick here. I was, I have a smoothie every day. I go reach in the fridge and I had my pumpkin seeds in the fridge and the lid is, I like glass jars. I don't like plastic. So I got this lid that doesn't work properly. And I knew that I was in a rush. So I pick it up and it dumps all over the kitchen. That was this morning. That was this morning. Yeah. 
Oh my God, dude. I've got this purple thing. It's like blueberries and so, but it's just purple and it's just, you know, you, you look at it and it stains stuff, right? And I was reaching, I was on my phone and I was reaching over to, it was full. Look how big this thing is. Full to here. It goes on the edge of the table of my desk. It falls and just goes, shriek, <laughs> like just like splatters. And there's these curtains and it just goes right up the curtains bounces on the floor and then the most of it is on the curtains and underneath the desk oh wow and all over this this oriental carpet and i went i stood there (laughs) you know what i say like it's like all of a sudden just somebody just shot you it's like and then the f-bomb came out for about mm, i'm gonna say 20 seconds just straight And then I spent about an hour cleaning it up. It was fun. My blender lid popped off. I was making a green smoothie. And I found green smoothie like under things that I couldn't possibly get into. On the ceiling. Oh, you love it when it just gets like right up onto the ceiling. All right. So I just want to take a moment to tell you about the tire shop here in Olds. Now, to be honest with you, I'm not really a car person. I wouldn't be the first to fix well, anything. <laughs> so that's why I trust some a company like the Tire Shop. When I bring my car in there, I always know that it's going to get quality service. I really love the customer service. It's, it's bar none. They treat you like family. And this is a family-run business for 40 years. So they're definitely doing something right. And they're not just a tire company. So they do oil, brakes, tune-ups, your battery, wheel alignment. They do all kinds of different things to service your car. And now that winter's on the way it's definitely a good time to get your car checked out have someone that you trust and and believe in and to support the community as well as a local tire shop you can reach them at 403-556-7660 or if you want to stop in they're at 5903 imperial way right behind napa back to the food i'm going to bring us back around thank you it's about the food. It's always about the food. The food is the reason why. Food is the sole reason why there's a healthcare crisis. There's nothing else you can blame. It's not car accidents and gunshot wounds. It's just not. It's, you know, em- hospitals would be empty. They could knock them down and build parks if people began to figure out how to use this and their gob. It's this and their gob. Now, you know, they're stressed out because of work or they've got cultures that says, you know, you can eat fried foods your whole life or drink soda pop or buckets of, of Mountain Dew and, and Doritos. And it's just, you know, we're just we're poisoning ourselves slowly for decades and decades because we're addicted to fat, sugar, salt and chemicals. Right. So in Whole Foods, you know, people don't know how to prepare them properly. No one showed them how. So, you know, a big thing of steamed broccoli tastes like freaking wax and cardboard and nobody wants to eat that every day. And it's just about, you know, and if I look at the the field guide, we call it the, uh, the nutrition field guide for the brand new 22 minute hardcore. You know, it's just really thin. It's all about using spices and sauces, man. I mean, certain foods that you don't like. So put something else on them so they taste better. So you eat them consistently duh it's like what is rocket science about that asparagus and and, and cauliflower and and broccoli and brussels sprout these are not my favorite foods i want to eat a snickers bar <laughs> and i want a dr pepper but i i know that that's going to create real real issues for me immediately after i'm done and long term in my life like i know what the consequences of those kinds of foods are and so 
If I'm out skiing all day, five hours, charging, and there's a Snickers bar on the counter before I check out, I'm going to buy myself that Snickers bar, and I'm going to eat it, and I'm going to just cherish it, and then I'm going to go back out and ski for another two hours, and I'm going to burn it up. But people eat Snickers bars for breakfast. You know, you get up in the morning and you think, wow. I mean, people eat birthday cake every single morning for breakfast. Millions of people across this country eat birthday cake in the form of waffles and pancakes. They get up. It's white flour. There's butter and sugar. And stick a damn candle in and blow it out because the more you eat waffles and pancakes for breakfast, the less birthdays you're going to have. All right. So, you know, what happened to egg whites and some grilled vegetables with some avocado and salsa on top? Yeah, hello. Or steel-cut oats with blueberries and strawberries. It's not like I'm asking you to eat poison or, or freaking dirt. I mean, these things taste good. And, you know, and then whatever. You put whatever kind of, you know, chili flakes on there or whatever you want in there just to add some flavor. And it's not that hard, you know. So, so you know, food is, is the – I can't tell you how many people have done P90X or P90X2 or X3 and didn't do the diet thing. They got a little stronger. They got more flexible. They felt better throughout the day. But there wasn't really that weight loss. There wasn't really that sort of cleansing of the brain and the body. They just kept eating what they were eating because they figured, well, I'm working out too. I might as well have a reward myself with this crap food every day. No. That doesn't mean you got to be a monk on a mountain with, you know, with your own organic garden and your sheep and cattle and chickens in the yard. All right? No. You just need to eat healthy food 80% of the time. 80% of the time would be, would be amazing. The whole the, – the health care crisis would end in six months, done, gone. What's it would the, disappear in six months. So what's the biggest issue? Why aren't we putting in the time, the effort to educate ourselves and do the work that needs to be done in the grocery store and in the kitchen? It's hard. It's hard. People love their sugar, their fat, their salt, and their chemicals. They love it. They've been eating it forever. They're addicted to it. Food is an addiction. I got off of sugar because I was doing everything right. But at the end of dinner, I would have a big bowl of ice cream with some chocolate sauce. I, I had clean breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks. After dinner, I want to have my big sugar bomb. And I didn't sleep well, and I was, my love handles were kind of, you know, I mean, I was fit, but I was, there was this one thing. I thought, well, what if I had the discipline for 30 days to just get off the desserts? Because I love key lime pie. I love brownies. I love chocolate chip cookies straight out of the oven. <laughs> ten of them. I mean, blink, blink, ten of them are in my body. I, I mean, I'm a sugar addict. I mean, I woke, I got up every day as a kid and had frosted flakes or, you know, alphabets or Quisp or Quake. You'll have to Google those two. Those are a long time ago. <laughs> Captain Crunch, Cocoa Krispies, Cocoa Puffs, Cocoa, Cocoa, Cocoa cereal with sugar on top. Hello, whole milk. No, no surprise. I was sound asleep by fourth period in class. I was putting poison in my, my parents didn't know. It was on TV. So we bought it and we ate it, you know. And we had frozen dinners that were filled with who the hell knows what, you know. I mean, it's just, it's just, you, you can educate yourself and you can know what's good and you can know what's bad. But the actual process of eating those meals every single day, day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year is hard to do. Because it comes at breakfast, it comes at lunch, it comes at dinner, it comes every two or three hours. And that's a big shift for a lot of people. The exercise thing, you know what, I know that's important, I'll do it. But the food is what causes disease, and the food is either going to fuel you or it's going to kill you on some level. And so if you can get that straight, you can figure that out. Um, and it's not about eating, for me, it's not about eating lower calorie versions of crap food. That's what a lot of diet programs are. Like, oh, you can eat your chocolate cake and you can have your key lime pie. 
I mean, you can have your cheesecake. You just eat smaller versions, but that's not healthy food. You know, there's healthy food and there's unhealthy food. There's foods that have high calories, things that have low calories. So when you're eating whole grains, fruits, vegetables, lean proteins, and healthy fats, you can't, you literally can't overeat that stuff. You can't because of the quality of the ingredients. Fast food, you you can't. And then you wake up in the morning and you want more. And what a shock that you're 100 pounds overweight. So, I mean, I mean, I'm I'm not a nutritionist. That's not what I do for a living. But common sense tells you what's what's healthy and what isn't. But figuring out how to make that kind, those kinds of foods to taste good is, is still a big mystery. A lot of people don't know how to do it. You wrote somewhere that talking about prep your meals on Sunday. I mean, it's so simple. It's genius. You know, I tell everyone, you cook a big batch of this. You can eat it throughout the week. You save time in the kitchen. Tell me about that. Well, like, you know, big casseroles are great. You know, let's say you just whatever you want to put in there, man. I mean, there's so many different versions. You get one of those big glass pans, you know what I mean? I mean, massive. And you, whatever that takes, you know, I mean, some people aren't cooks, so that's just not going to happen for people who don't like to, to figure that stuff out. But any kind of vegetable you want, you know, uh, polenta, throw in some beef, some, you know, grass-fed beef, elk, bison, buffalo, chicken, you know, whatever, you know, lamb, whatever your thing is, man. And it's just like cutting out brownies, but it's all layered down, whatever it is, peas, carrots, onions, garlic, you know what I mean? Just just whatever your casserole dishes. That's one way to go. It's really simple. And then, you know, boom, there's your lunch. There's your dinner. I mean, you don't want to eat. Sometimes people don't want to eat the same thing all the time. But that casserole is there. Like that'll be your that'll be your your dinner for seven days or that'll be your lunch for seven days. Breakfast is easier. I mean, breakfast is, you know, is eggs and, and, and whole grain, maybe nine grain bread, just, just the healthier stuff, more normal stuff. But that's, yeah. Uh, another thing, too, is just soups. Like just like my wife, Shauna, will make this big chicken stew in a pot that's, oh, my God, barely fits in the refrigerator. And she just every freaking vegetable she can imagine, just chicken and just spices and just pff, and there's so many recipes like you can go to beachbody.com and you can see two dozen recipes on that kind of stuff you know love soups um, i could eat soups all the time soups are great it's like a stir fry you put whatever you want in there whatever you, want. whatever you want can't go wrong you can't you know like for, for when i was in jackson hole and i don't cook and I've, I've been training this um a buddy of mine now you know that's the reason why we've worked out 17 out of 16 days we would get we would go to the store and we get already cooked brown rice We'd get um, sort of this black bean with tomatoes and onions and peppers, but it's mostly black beans with a couple of vegetables put in there. And we just put them in the fridge. So you got your brown rice, you got your black, your black beans with vegetables, and then some grilled chicken, and we get that in there. Um, and in the morning, I would take uh, – and I bought all egg whites, you know, egg whites that are separated. And I'd just pour in like maybe five or six egg whites and then crack in about two or three regular eggs just for yolk a little bit of yolk and i'd start cooking that up and it was maybe about halfway you know done throw in the brown rice throw in the black beans tear up the chicken throw it in there mix it all up and you've got a big bowl of beans and veggies and rice and chicken and egg and then you slice the avocado put that on top i we had that probably 10 out of the out of the 15 days we were in jackson hole because it's just awesome you know a little salt and pepper on there so easy that's how you start your day yeah tell me about the big picture the big picture um you know i've written three books uh i wrote bring it and i wrote crush it 
And I thought if I named the last, the next one, annihilate it or destroy it or punch it in the face, I just didn't think that would be good. <laughs> and, you know, punch it in the face. Can you see that on the title? <laughs> I could see you doing that. That could be a book, man. <laughs> but I understand that, that fitness is not just the physical; it's the mental and emotional. And so, how do you combine all those things? Like, what are the what are the what are the the, the ways of the world when it comes to being able to, you know, find a formula? That, get, that, that forces you to work a little harder, um, be more consistent, understand the, the consequences of, of poor choices over good ones. And, and, that's, and, and basically, it's a book that I wrote for myself. Like, you know, when I used to journal, there are these themes that came up for me. Like, what were the things that were working? And I know I was going to Deepak Chopra seminars and Tony Robbins books and, and Don Miguel Ruiz. And I mean, I read all the self-help book because of stuff because and I went to the seminars, you know, uh, Temenos and Aston because I was searching because I was miserable and I had a speech impediment and I was unhappy and I didn't have a good relationship and I was up to my eyeballs in debt and I lived in a crappy apartment with a view of a convalescent home you know what I mean I'm watching the 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 the, the old come in and the dead go out and I'm going oh my god if I keep this up I'm gonna have to walk down the stairs across the alley and that's where I'm gonna live you know what I mean and I just was determined to be better and happier and more productive and have the life that I thought I deserved. So I, I read all these different books and I went to all these seminars. And when I did, I would, I would, and I swear, this is the truth. 80% of it didn't resonate. Like that's bull and that doesn't affect me, but there was always a nugget. Like Tony Robbins would say a thing and I go, yeah, man. And I would grasp that and I'd make it mine. And then, you know, whatever, some other guru would, I'd take that, I'd take that, I'd take that. And it became the 11 laws, you know, the big picture is about the 11 laws that'll change your life. And so it's about, one of them is reality. Like reality is this thing that's actually happening to you. But then there's also the pretend version of your life that you present to other people so that you can appear like everything's okay. But what, what if we learn to eliminate that one? Because that's not helping you. That's keeping you back. That's keeping you stuck. And learning about haters and blockers and and all these people in your life that, that you cling on to because you're related to them or you grew, up to high, you grew up in high school with them or those are the guys you used to get drunk with on the weekends. But you know what I mean? You can keep them around, but you know what I mean? And they're going to, the minute you want to sort of get better or improve or eat better or exercise, they're going to give you a bunch of crap for it. Like, what are you trying to do? Yada, yada, yada. And just finding the courage to stop caring about, about what other people think of you, be in the moment more often, face your reality, um, and begin to make change and understand that it doesn't have to be perfect. You can't compare yourself to others or the past or try to pretend that the future is going to be a certain way because of expectations. And all these things that we do over and over and over again, we beat ourselves up and we make these comparisons that have nothing to do with the present and who you really actually are. And so there's purpose and there's intensity and there's consistency and there's accountability and there's rest and relaxation. And these are all part of the laws that are in the book. And, and there's a lot of humor in it, you know, because I like to be sort of a clown. I'm America. Somebody labeled me the America's fitness clown. Thanks <laughs> for that. Too often we look at this health and wellness world and everybody's very serious. And you've got to make sure that you um, work on your flexibility and uh, have rock. Bang. All right. First of all, I have to be disciplined with my food, and that sucks, and that's hard. And now you want me to work out all the time. Like, I've never done that before. And, and when I do it, there's physical pain and anguish and, and uh, a judgment. And so now you're going to be serious throughout the process? No, thank you. I think I'd rather just eat whatever I want, smoke a bunch of dope, and lay on the couch. You know what I mean? And, and the reality is 
it's a delivery system. You know, like why does uh, why does somebody get elected or why does somebody get a TV show or why do I end up where I am? Is because I have a delivery system that is atypical to others. And I'm not having – this is who I am. I'm always like this. I'm like this in the DVDs. I'm like this in person. I'm not like this when I'm having sex or sleeping, but I'm mostly like this, you know. And it's because I eat right. I exercise all the time. I control my stress. I get plenty of hydration, and I get my seven to eight hours of sleep every night. It's not like I'm asking people to split the atom here, all right, or write uh, their first 9,000-page novel. I'm just telling you to eat good, move poorly, well doesn't matter move um <laughs> asleep all right why are you craving food and garbage in the morning because you got six and a half hours of sleep your cortisol levels are through the roof you throw back a, 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 a bucket of coffee you have an argument with your spouse or girlfriend then you get in traffic what a shock you're gonna die 15 years earlier than than you were scheduled to we're going to go for three reasons, Drew. It's environmental. So if you're in Flint, Michigan, get some bottled water. If you're living next to Fukushima, move. All right? I mean, it's it's air, water, environment, stress. That's your environment. Number two is genetics. Can't control that. Your parents had sex. They made you. This is who you are. Got to do your best with what you got. But the one that takes us down early, before our time, is behavior. Behavior is the reason why there's a healthcare crisis, and that is the universal truth. So change your behavior, the environmental and the genetic uh, have to be altered because you change the way you live your life. Let's talk about TH Core. Is that what you uh, said? Uh, Tony Horton Care. Sorry, Care. Tony Horton Care. This, this is kind of my new my new venture outside of Beachbody. I've had a phenomenal relationship with Beachbody. I mean, it's completely changed my my lifestyle. It's changed the lifestyle of millions of people around the world. You know, working with them to create these amazing programs. I had sort of skin issues because I was in the sun all the time. I went from Connecticut to California. It's, it's sunny here all the time, and so I thought it was a good idea to cover myself in baby oil, and and because I was I didn't have anything going on, and I'd get in suntan booths, and I'd get in. You know, out in the sun, and I just and I'm Irish and English, and so I just destroyed my skin, man. And I was I'm always looking for ways to try to make improvements. You know, I mean, I sometimes I was doing lasers, and I was just you know I was trying to make up for that that 25 years of cooking my skin in the sun. Oh my God, I'm sure my vitamin D was good, but that was it. My skin my skin was crushed. So, you know, I met uh, I met the uh, the guys that enjoy. I knew the, the CEO. He invited me to come on his TV show and be in his, on the cover of his magazine. And we just started talking. And I said, can you help me with this? My skin is crazy dry. I've got all these, you know, sun th- issues. And I just wanted to come up with a basic face and uh, body lotion. I don't, I don't want to have like, like what's different? Why does, where does it change? At your jawline, your neck, your collarbone? Like what? Why do I have one for my face? No. Same thing with like shampoo and body uh, soap that different, really? I mean, you know, I mean, there are people have different kinds of hair and skin. I just wanted tooth products, one for my skin, you know, to moisturize and one for my whole body to wash my hair. So one's called fitness and one called one's called workout. And they're organic ingredients. There's just there's no there's nothing to make it suds more and they smell nice and they're for men and women and we're starting out with these two products it's called tony horton care you can go to tony horton life slash th care 
you'll find it. Um, and it's reasonably priced too, you know what I mean? So, so, so non-toxic, we're not putting... Non-toxic, organic ingredients, no artificial stuff that you're going to break out with. And so we've had a lot of really good response um, on both, both the, both the lotion and the hair so far. And, you know, everybody has, it's all about smell and viscosity. Like people will buy things just for all the wrong reasons. If it smells nice, you know, regardless of how it's drying out your skin. It's, and it's about pH balance. You know what I mean? Your body has a, I think it's 3.5 to 4.5 pH balance. And so things that are super sudsy are like eight, you know what I mean? And just not really good for you. But most companies don't care because it's not like people are breaking out in, in uh, psoriasis or anything from their products. It's just that people will use what they use because of whatever, the packaging, the smell of the stuff, how much suds is up. You know what I mean, or whatever. Um, and and we're just trying to put out a really good product, and we and we made it for me. You know, I mean, I went to uh, Patrick; he's the CEO of the company. I said, "Can you just make something for me?" And then we just started manufacturing, and it's going to launch next week. Wow! Ooh. And then we had you said before we got started here, we're one of the first interviews here for your twenty-two minute hardcore. Mm. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it is pretty cool. It launches today. Um, yeah, you can go to uh, you can go to Beachbody.com and get it. You can go to Twenty Two Minute Hardcore and buy it. You can also it's also on Beachbody on Demand, which is our our streaming. You know, if you don't want to do the old school discs and paperwork, you can get everything right here on your laptop or your phone. Uh, and it's called Twenty Two Minute Hardcore. And and you know, I've been to forty six military bases around the world. The first I had a meeting at the Pentagon one day. Somebody just said, "Hey, you know, a lot of the people in the military are using your stuff." So uh, there's a division in the Pentagon. There's a lot of them called uh, AFE, Armed Forces Entertainment. It's like um, the USO, but it's just another division out of the Pentagon. And so it's Army, Air Force, Navy, Marine, Coast Guard. It's bases not only domestically, but also internationally. So uh, AFE handles all the uh, the foreign tours. So I've been to Kosovo. I've been to Korea. I've been to Japan twice. I've been to Italy. I've been to Germany. I've been to France. I've been to England you know, I've been to these uh, bases. I was going to go to Afghanistan and Iraq, but it was kind of a funky period where, you know, they were shooting at everybody. So so uh, I never get a, got a chance to go over there. But there was a uh, colonel, Colonel Stephen Shepro, who's now a two-star general on the Joint Chiefs of Staff. Uh, and there's only 25 of those guys, so he's moved his way up. But he was using uh, P90X. He had all his all his guys and gals in, uh, in Iraq and Afghanistan when he was stationed over there using P90X. So I had the meeting with I had the meeting at um, at uh, at the Pentagon, and then I met uh, the colonel at that time, and he was at my wedding. He's just a phenomenal, Amer- amazing American. He can fly. He can speak like he speak like five or six languages, and he's qualified in jets and helicopters. He's such a stud, you know, and he's just a cool cat, man. You just you just you meet amazing people in my in my field. So I went to uh, I went to Andrews Air Force Base where they you know where they keep Air Force One and all the all the Marine One helicopters and stuff for the president. And I did a workout for, you know, for 400 guys that used to be four tennis courts. And the, and the colonel tore the tennis courts out and just made it a big P90X room. It was just like you walk in. It was the first time I ever worked with the military. Everybody's in perfect lines. Everybody's got their arms in, at ease with their behind them, white T-shirts. And I'm thinking, oh my God, I hope I you know, don't screw this up. Am I in the right room? <laughs> What's that? Yeah, am I in the right room? Shouldn't there be like a master sergeant in here kicking some butt? And and then they were awesome. And because, you know, Colonel Shepro or now General Shepro had them doing it for months and months and months on a huge screen. And now they had me live. And I was hooked. I was hooked. You know, I mean, and you fly in C-17s and uh, and you get to shoot machine guns and uh, and you get to see the world. And, you, you know, my first tour was in Italy. 
uh, Camp Darby, Camp uh, Vicenza, and Aviano. So what was it, Army, Air Force, and Marine Base uh, over there. And, and I've been to 46 since, you know, I mean, I've been all over the country and all over the world. And the next one's being planned as we speak. So the long, the short end of the story is that connection was so strong and they often take a PT test in some, some branches twice a year. And what happens if you're not, you know, if you're not, you know, out in the field, you're not, you know, um, you know, putting on a gun and going out, um, you know, wherever you are and you're just doing administrative stuff. These guys were not guys and gals weren't passing the PT test and you get booted. And so, you know, my, my and, and we all want to support the troops, right? Because I support the troops, I support the troops. Well, how about you get down and dirty for eight weeks in a boot camp style and then really get a connection? And we cast um, all all active, not active, but all vets uh, it to be in the cast. And so it's an eight week boot camp with a one week hell week. Uh, you don't have to do the hell week, but most people, when they get to that point, want to do it. And um, we shot on the deck of the USS Iowa. We shot up in the dirt and the mud. Up, up in the hills of Malibu, and uh, we were also in an uh, Air Force uh, hangar. You can hear jets and planes take off behind us. It's pretty cool. So the set was really cool. We had 16 to 22 people in every cast. I used to have just three behind me in, in, X, in X2 and X3. And, um, and we've had four test groups go through it already, and the results are off the chain. Because it's just like bang, 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 bang. You know, it's just burpees and push-ups and, and lateral movements and gorilla crawls and, and spider crawls. And, you know, you're just down and, you're down and dirty. And you can use this. We have a, a sandbag, which is kind of a cool feature. And um, you don't really need anything else to pull a bar on, on a couple of them, but you don't even need that. So Tell me about it's just this. basics. Tell me about this gorilla crawl. I saw everyone talking about the hardest workout. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait. I'll show it to you. Wait a minute. Can you see me back there? Hold on. <laughs> All right. I can see you. Back and forth, man. <laughs> oh. And how long are you doing? <laughs> you all right there? I'm good, man. How long are you I'm doing? I'm still like- uh, It's all rep count. So here's the other cool thing about the program. Um, unlike P90X, in some workouts, you'd see 24 different exercises. And so you've got that variety there, right? And uh, Or 12, maybe 12, 24 here, there's only five exercises, sometimes seven. And so you would do the – and what happens with every exercise, each one very different from the next because you want to kind of keep moving. You don't want to overdo the legs, overdo the upper body. So you got a lot of core, a lot of cardio, a lot of upper body, a lot of lower body. But, it's, you know, it's mostly body weight like those gorilla crawls. On the first round, you would do uh, your maximum number. So there's, there's five exercises, three rounds. So you do maybe 50 of one. And on the next exercise, you do your lowest number, and then your highest, then your lowest, then your highest. And that reverses low, high, low, high, low, and then back to high, low, boom, boom, right? So you're doing a different rep count on every exercise. And uh, so some rounds get harder, some rounds get easier. Um, but that's all part of the big strategy. And there's a cadence. So if you're, if you're doing burpees, for example, everybody's doing this. Because usually, you know, in P90X, I would say, all right, Bobby's going to do 12. Alice is going to use the assist band. She's going to do eight. All right, everybody go. And so you're kind of doing your own thing and you record your stuff. Uh Uh-uh, not here. We are a unit. We are a team. And so a burpee would look like this. Just, you know, picture 22 people on the workout and you at home. You go. (laughs) One, two, three. Whoa. One, two, three. (laughs) Two, one, two, three, three. <laughs> That's awesome. And right? then you have a ton of people doing this at the same time. 
That oh, my the- God. I did it with a room uh, in Century City about a month ago. Uh, two different classes, 200 people each. Oh you got two. And most people aren't used to just kind of doing their push-ups and looking around and how many should I do? And it's that's great and it's effective and it works. And, we, you know, we've sold 7 million copies of P90X. But this is a brand new vibe, man. Just brand spanking new, all different serious stuff going on back there. <laughs> um, you hear all the clanking? Yeah. So we're excited, man, and, and the, the uh, people are just super fired up. So That's awesome. Just before I let you go, what's going on with you, Tony? What's going on? I know that you're launching this, uh, and we just talked about the big picture. What's going on at Tony Horton Life before I let you get on with your day here? Well, you know, TonyHortonLife.com is the website. So people want to know where I am, where my public speaking is, what I'm selling. You know, you can go to 22. You can get... get uh, you know, I, I can give you beachbody.com. I can give you 22-minute uh, hardcore.com. I can give you tonyhortonlife slash thcare.com. But if you want to know anything and everything me, just go to Tony Horton Life. And it's all right there. Anything you want to buy, anything you want to see, anywhere you want to go. We just got back from a four-day yoga, ski, ride, laugh, fun fest in Jackson Hole. We had 32, 33 people there. And uh, we've got another one coming up in Mammoth, California. Uh, at the end of March, and there's still openings there for that. Uh, and then I'm at the Omega Institute in upstate New York in, in June, and that's a, a, a three-day intensive um, workshop, workout, autographs, uh, photographs, just hanging out, man. Um, and we that maxes out at 100 people. Last year we had 98 <laughs> and uh, we think it'll sell out pretty quick. And it's basically, uh, you know, it's part the big picture. It's part 22-minute hardcore. It's part P90X3. It's just part focus groups on, you know, what's kind of keeping you from being the badass you want to be on this earth. We have an obstacle course with teams. It's really cool. That's the Omega Institute. So, you know, like, oh, I can't remember all that stuff. Just go to Tony Horton Life, and it's all right there. Do you ever take a break? Do we ever take a break? Do you take a week off, a month off, or is this you just all? This is just this is you all the time, no question. Well, you know, you get used to it. You just get you. You schedule your workouts and you do it. You know, you know where you're going to get your food, and so you eat it. You know, and then you know, I, my my wife is also my assistant because she likes to know what I'm up to and she can kind of help control things. And you know, I wake up at two o'clock in the morning. Oh my god, what time's that that Skype interview with Drew? She'll go, it's at 10 o'clock. You know, so, <laughs> so um, I love downtime, man. I mean, I love downtime. At night, I mean, I, I, mean, I, I DVR like 50 shows, you know what I mean? I mean, I, I love, I mean, it goes full tilt most of the day. And then at 6, 637, I'm on the couch, man. Oh, yeah. It's the, you know, I, I TiVo 60 minutes. I got to watch that. You know what I mean? I got a couple of Laker games. I'm going to the Laker game tonight. That'll be fun. And, um, you know, I love sitting on my butt on the couch at the end of the day. And, you know, you know, it's all about yin and yang, right? I mean, the pendulum's got to swing in both directions. Even though I'm going full tilt throughout the day, you know, I'm chilling at night and getting eight hours of sleep, you know, and, and waking up to a nice, beautiful breakfast. And that's all downtime. And so the thing is that some people are way too relaxed and doing nothing and barely getting by. And other people are full tilt. And both groups at either end of the spectrum are going to die young because they don't have the balance that they need. Right. And so I understand that. I mean, I'm the laziest guy in the world. I'm forced to be busy because I hate being sad and poor and in debt and all those things. I mean, the hist- the memories of 
days gone by are so powerful that, you know, like, why would I want to start my own skincare and shampoo line? I didn't have to do that. And the amount of work that's got to go into it and, and the and, and the production and the, and the videos and that's all extra stuff. And it's all speculative. I don't know if anybody's going to buy that. You know, I mean, you know, I mean, I'm, I get a royalty rate just like I do with Beachbody for for these products. But they're good and they help me. And like my so does my philosophy and my my workouts. And, and it's changed my life. And so other people are still struggling in certain areas. And I want to help. I mean, my purpose is to give people theirs. And, that, and that's that's a good feeling because it's not about me anymore. You know what I mean? Back in the old days, it was always about me. Like, how do I survive? How do I eat? How do I pay my bills? Me, 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 me. Now I'm in a situation where I've learned a little bit over the course of three decades. And I want to share what I know because other people are struggling like I was. And I want them to feel better and have have financial security and and have a sense of adventure and learn that, you know, healthy food and exercise will, is the fountain of youth. That's how it tra- changes your life. That's what keeps you young. You know, you can, you can age numerically, but biologically you can slow that rate or way down. You can take tests that blood and flexibility and muscle strength and urine and poop. I don't know how they do it all, but they basically, you know, suck all your stuff out and they do it and they analyze it. And I'm numerically 57, but I'm biologically 29. Mm. Look at you. Yeah. So according, according to the science of it. So, I mean, am I as fast on the track as I was? No, but I can do more pull-ups than ever, more push-ups than ever. I can curl 50s. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I can go to a yoga class and barely break a sweat. It's it's awesome. And But, you know, it requires 22 to 25 days a month, healthy eating, good sleep, and hydration. Done. I'm going to get you out of here on this question. One more question. Mm. You all right with one more question? I am. I just want to know if you had a tipping point or if there was a tipping point in your life when you talked about maybe not living a healthy lifestyle or, or being in debt or changing your life to going through your seminars. Was there a tipping point? Was it a slow progression? How did you make that transition from who you were to who you are? Well, if you look at the term tipping point, you know what I mean? It usually had a lot of steps before the aha, right? Where you went, ah, oh, now I, I, I could officially eliminate whatever that was, because it doesn't serve me anymore. And now there's this, as the Japanese say, a satori, a moment, a tipping point, where you can kind of move on and, and just be this new person. I, I think it, one of them was when I moved to California, because whatever was going on on the East Coast just wasn't working. And it was just, it was just showing up in a completely different place. New environment. Where, where gyms were on every corner and there were health food stores that I didn't know about. I mean, I didn't know about kale, or quinoa or avocado. Avocado, are you kidding me? And there are still people who look at an avocado and go, I don't, I don't want to eat that. Or sushi. Like sushi, raw fish, what am I, a freaking, what am I, a grizzly bear? You know what I mean? I mean, so sometimes you just got to get up from where you are and go someplace else. Like when I was in Japan and I was in Tokyo the first time, uh, what? You look at the skyline of Tokyo, and I never had a passport till I was in my 30s. 80% of most Americans don't even have a passport, man. And, you know, and you think about, well, they don't speak English. Well, so what? Most people, most countries do. You'll figure it out. You know, like I know people who have never been to Japan, never been to London, never been to Korea or, or, or England or Siena, Italy. Like, wow, just go, to, just go to Florence, Italy. Just go there and stand there and try to not be like you walk down an alley and there's a 4,000 year old marble sculpture of Jesus like in a wall in an alley next to garbage cans like the whole damn place the alleys are beautiful it's it's just amazing we're so used to you know traffic and strip malls 
and and there's things out in the world. So I, I think you know that's what fitness did for me. And moving to California, starting to exercise, opening up my world, being less of a procrastinator, uh, more of a doer, saying yes more often than no, just changed everything, man. You know, I mean, it's it's that was really it. I think the second tipping point, if I had a second tipping point, was knowing that I could be. Remember the first time we shot a Power 90 workout and I was scared to death, just so petrified to being on stage, three cameras cast behind me. Like I knew this was, we were going to be here all day, you know, and, and everybody, the expectations were so high and I was frightened to death, but having done that a couple times and getting through it and knowing that I wasn't terrible, I I, I felt, I went, Oh yeah. Okay. I'm going to, I think I'm gonna be pretty good at this. Now they'll schedule an eight hour shoot and I'll do it in three. You know what I mean? Like boom, boom, boom. Cause it's when you do things, you know, the more you do, the better you get food, fitness, performing finances, relationships, the more you do, the better you get. I mean, you're going to fall flat in your face a bunch of times, but that's part of the process. And that's, that's perfect. Though. I think those are the two moving here and then knowing that I'd be pretty good at this on camera thing <laughs> fantastic Tony thank you so much for your time thanks for coming on exploring mind and body and sharing uh, up close and personal with Tony Horton Drew my pleasure man thanks for having me on that's gonna wrap things up for this edition of exploring mind and body just before we let you go a quick word from a few of our longtime sponsors we have shoppers drug mart here and olds who've been with us from the very beginning they're very community orientated we so much appreciate them being part of the show so be sure to check out shoppers drug mart here and olds we have ag foods in didsbury who's bringing better quality products to the grocery industry and to the community again we appreciate their long-time support check out ag foods in didsbury and we have health street here in olds as well they have some of the highest standards in canada for their health food products so they have grocery shopping tours chocolate making events so check them out in olds or visit them online at healthstreet.ca now i have to let you know that we have 40 minutes of bonus material with tony horton on exploringmindandbody.com. You have to check it out. The interview gets better and better as we carry on. Unfortunately, we're out of air time. So again, head over to exploringmindandbody.com if you're enjoying this interview and you can check out an extra 40 minutes of bonus material. Tony was good enough to stick around and ask some answers, some difficult questions I had for him later on in the show. I want to tell you about our monthly membership before I let you go. If you head over to trueformlife.com, there's more details about our membership. Now, what we do is put together weekly meal plans that include recipes and grocery shopping lists to show you exactly what and how to prepare this food. We also have weekly workout schedules, all at home workouts. What we do is put together printable PDFs. We put together video explanations and we design the workouts for you each day throughout the week. And finally, we put everyone in a private and supportive group so you can ask questions and have group support all day long it's absolutely fantastic check out more details at trueformlife.com and lastly i want to tell you about our 10 day free fitness challenge so again head over to trueformlife.com on the main page it'll say 10 day free fitness challenge so all you do is sign up so we know where to send that information to you get a new workout each day for 10 days you get tips along the way 
printable PDFs as well, so you can print out the programs and take them with you or keep them. And you also have 10 tips to help you along the way. These are all at-home workouts, no equipment required. All these past shows are going up on exploringmindandbody.com. That's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia, in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com. Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia would not be possible without the help of GDK Gravel and Sand. GDK Gravel and Sand, now offering all products in half and one yard bags. Give them a call today for more information. 1-877-335-2091.